Maybe even to pray for you at your office, if you're open to that, at your workplace. So if you want me to do that, um, let me know. Okay, please welcome Michael Chance to tell us about his work in the Burlington Fire Department. So Pastor Kuth uh, wanted to learn about my job too and he came and ran a shift and I said, do you want me to tell him that you're my pastor? And he said, no, if they ask, I'll tell them. And nobody asked and it was some interesting conversation around the kitchen table. So <laughs> <laughs> careful what you wish for. Um, thank you, Pastor, for having me. I appreciate it. Um, my pulse rate was a solid 108, like... Five minutes ago, we're down to 87, so <laughs> feeling good, feeling good. All right. In the summer of 1993, having no idea what I wanted to do with my life, I began my journey into the fire service. A 15-year-old kid going to training nights on Tuesdays, wearing a pager to school and riding his bikes to calls, I never thought of this as a career. I had no family in the fire service, which is how a lot gets started. I had friends that thought having a key to the fire station and riding on trucks to car wrecks and house fires would be a good way to spend a day. Move forward a few years, high school graduation then, well, not much. I took a year off from school, worked for my father, worked at the boat works, worked at McDonald's. I knew that none of those would do, especially if I was to have a long-term relationship with my dad. <laughs> I went away to college in Maine for a degree in fire science. It was a beautiful campus. There was a beautiful girl, but that's another story. I went to school with the intention of becoming a Burlington firefighter. I wasn't terribly worldly, so anywhere outside of Vermont or Maine for a career was unfathomable. In August of 1998, I sat in the Burlington High School cafeteria amongst about 300 people who were testing for two open positions at the Burlington Fire Department. Written tests, 600 question psychological test, physical agility test, interview, no call. Which worked out pretty good since I had another year of school to get through. In January of 1999, my friend called me and said, Burlington is hiring one. I called my dad for advice, as I usually did, and he said, squeaky wheel gets the grease. Write a letter to the chief and let him know what you're doing and that you're still interested. I wrote that letter in January, received a certified letter in April with a job offer, and graduated May 15th. June 7th, 1999 was the day that I began my career with the Burlington Fire Department. The first year of my career, career was rough. I was young, I didn't know how things worked, and as I look back on it, I wasn't treated very well. The first day after receiving my new uniform, I was ordered by the shift commander to stand in a circle on the apparatus floor at Station 2. I was an excited, new, young guy. They proceeded to dump buckets of water over my head. I had two uniforms and one pair of shoes. The shoes were wet for a week. I got through probation with the help of some people that I believe were put in my life for just that reason. One was Kevin Williams. <clears throat> Man, see, I, I read this 13 times this morning. <laughs> One was Kevin Williams, our training officer. 
B.C. Williams was an salty old fireman. He had a gravelly voice, gray hair and mustache, and fire gear that had seen some work. Since some of you met him, he used to come to Wednesday men's Bible studies at this church where we studied the book of Hebrews. He even attended Raymond's dedication. He found the Lord late in life and was always open to a conversation or to hear another point of view. He and I had regular Bible study in the training room at Station 2. Sometimes we would get others to join. I still remember the day he told me, now you're a fireman. I can't remember the milestone that I had met to receive such a distinction. I just remember that it meant a lot coming from B.C. Williams. I miss him. He retired and passed away not long after. The firehouse is an amazing place. Never will you find a workplace where it feels more like a family. We eat, sleep, laugh, and cry under the same roof. We have scary movie Fridays and family Thanksgivings. We're there for each other through tragedy and triumph. Some of the best people I know are my brothers and sisters at the firehouse. Together, we experience a lot of things. Some you hold close to your heart, and some you just want to forget. Get a drink here. Oh man, where'd you get that picture? <laughs> I didn't even know that was there. <laughs> I've been the last person that someone talks to and held their hand as they passed away. I've seen the look in a child's eyes as we perform CPR on their dying mother. I've held hands and prayed with a new widow as our crew cleans up after an attempt to save her husband's life. I responded to calls where people were so desperate and alone that the only way they could get out of it was to light themselves on fire. In this job, there are a lot of days like this. People call the fire department when they don't know who else to call. All of these things change you. All of these things. Make you who you are. <clears throat> I've come a long day since the day standing in the circle. I vowed to do it differently. I want to be a safe place for those that I work with. I tell my people that I'm a safe place for them to not know things. There's nothing more lonely than feeling like you have questions or uncertainties and don't know where to turn to get answers without ridicule. I think we have all felt that in our lives. I think being that safe place for people is important. When I promoted to captain, I had one of my firefighters build me an empty picture frame. It held an eight and a half and 11 sheet of paper and I would post quotes that I believed in. Things like, instead of assuming that people will screw up, assume that they wanna do well and be the best. And no matter what happens in life, be good to people. Being good to people is a wonderful legacy to leave behind. I put one of those frames at Station 4, and when I transferred to Station 2, I put one up there as well. It makes me smile when I enter those firehouses, and the new captain has posted something that he believes in, something that brings us together rather than separating us. We see enough of that in the world. Okay. Last paragraph. <laughs> Where is God in all of this? He's pushing that 15-year-old kid with no direction toward the fire station on Church Road. 
He's in the heart of my friend B.C. Williams. He's at the kitchen table amongst the laughter. He's behind me and my crew when we enter a smoky building. He's giving me words as I pray with a widow. He's giving me strength as I bury a friend. He's in my wife's arms. Oh, boy. Who <laughs> <clears throat> had a coffee? <laughs> He's in my wife's arms when she hugs me after a tough day. He's in the, my kids' eyes when they're excited to have me home. There's one thing that I'm sure of. Whether you're at a high or a low in your faith, he is always there when you need him. I know he has been for me. Thank you. Mike, can we pray for you together? Lord, thank you that you've called Mike to do what he does. Thank you for how you've uh, guided him and, and uh, worked through him and met him in the hardships and in the joys. And we know that our work is, is part of our identity and that you've, you've made Mike a fireman and a uh, you've called him do, to do what he does. Continue to strengthen him in his work. Give him grace in those hard times. Um, uh, and use him in all the ways that you want to. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs>